Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And I have two of my favorite co-hosts on the line with me today, Sister Elaine Riddick, and I have our sister Denisha Washington coming out of Detroit. And my sisters, I'm glad to have you back on the show. And, and the topic that we're talking about today, we're talking about human trafficking. And something that Sister Elaine brought up in our last uh, segment, excuse me, the show, and and she was comparing human trafficking to what happened to us in slavery, how 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 we were massively human trafficked, you know, to you know from Israel to to uh, to America, okay, and 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 not only that. You know, we're we're talking about what's going on in in Africa and what's going on in in Haiti, what went on in in Jamaica, what went on in Central America, what went on here in America. We're looking at slavery by another name, and so and so today, uh, it's going to be a hot topic. So I'm going to go ahead and let uh, my co-host introduce himself. Elaine, I want you to go first and tell us about. Uh, about the project that you have going on right now. And then, uh, Sister Denise, I want you to come in afterwards. Yeah, good afternoon. My name is Elaine Riddick, and I am the president of the Rebecca Project for Justice. The Rebecca Project for Justice is a transformational organization that advocates protecting life, dignity, and freedom for people in Africa and the United States. Well, you might as well say all over the world because uh, Rebecca Project is all over the world. Amen. Okay, uh, Sister Denisha. Hello, everyone. How you doing? Thank you, Pastor Gant, for inviting me on. And you know I'm slipping because I haven't called to check on you in a minute, <laughs> and and that's, that's unacceptable. So I definitely have to do better there. And Elaine also, because they send me information like just about every day. And so we get mm-hmm. engulfed in our own issues and, you know, don't reach out and support our loved ones like we should. So uh, Elaine Riddick is a very special person to me, you guys, uh, because we can be trafficked in so many ways. Um being taken from one state to another and for all sorts of purposes. It doesn't have to just be sexual purposes before the gain of someone else. And when I think about Elaine and I think about what she has been through as as a baby, that's what she was. She was a baby when she um, went through what she went through with the state of South Carolina. And I think about what I've been through and so many of you in terms of, being trafficked by our own medical system. Do you know when you take a person, an individual, and you send them from one 
city to another city to get help, and they are being harmed physically, mentally, emotionally, and people are getting paid. That's a form of trafficking. Mm. So, you know, I've been working on some things myself, but I always keep Elaine Riddick at the forefront of my thoughts and when I'm speaking to people about getting out of situations where they are trafficked, sexually trafficked, uh, I remind them of the Rebecca Project for Justice. If it were not for Elaine Riddick, and I'm sure there's so many others of you that I don't know about, so I don't mean any harm by not knowing, and I'll do more research. But I love Elaine. Elaine is someone that fights for us to have our freedom, not only physically, but mentally, emotionally. And then there's Pastor Gantt. And so Pastor Gantt is doing everything that he can to free us spiritually, free us emotionally, to free us just as a black people, as a people, as a whole. So I don't know, I love you guys, mm-hmm. and I thank you all so much for that. Amen. Amen. You, you know, as we look back over the as we look back over the years, okay, we've been preparing the people for what's going on right now today. I mean, everything that we've talked about, and and Elaine, I think you hit on this uh, once before. Everything that we talked about, everything that we brought up in this show, it has manifested itself. Now it's all over the internet. Now, I mean, first it was just us one voice out here, but now there are thousands of voices that are out there that are talking about the things that are happening to us right now. Um, uh, my scripture today is coming out of the book of Isaiah, Isaiah, the first chapter. And in the first chapter, it's talking about us. I mean, when you read this chapter, you, the only people that you can think about that this is referring to is black America. When I say black America, I'm talking about Haiti. I'm talking about Jamaica. I'm talking about all the, all of those nations, even Europe, the ones in England, France, everybody that was caught up in the slave despoiler. And it's just hitting us right dead in the head, right dead in the head. And, uh, and I'm going to share that with you in a little while, but I wanted to get, I wanted to get uh, Elaine. I wanted you to talk about human trafficking, and 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 you had made the statement in in one of our last segments uh, about how how we were human trafficking, just like uh, just like uh, just like they're doing today. And and people, you know, we're talking about thousands of our young girls and young boys that are missing right now. I remind you all of a case that happened about six years ago uh, where a black girl was found inside of a freezer, inside of like a hotel, but they found her inside the freezer. And Okay, why would they put her body inside of a freezer? We had no clue at that time. We wasn't thinking about human trafficking. We wasn't thinking about selling body parts. We weren't thinking about those things at that time, so we just chalked it up as a as another one of those weird murders. But now, as we're now as we're looking into these situations where our people are are are, are 
coming up uh, dead, and and they are automatically uh, going into their body, taking their body parts and spilling their body parts out. So, Elaine, I wanted you to kind of elaborate on your point there. Okay, first of all, you have to understand what human trafficking is. Human trafficking involves the use of force, fraud, or coercion to obtain some type of labor or commercial sex act. Every year, millions of women, men and women and children are trafficked worldwide, including right here in the United States. It can happen in any community, and victims can be of any age, race, gender, or nationality. Traffickers might use the following methods to lure victims into trafficking situations such as violence, manipulation, false promises of well-paying jobs, romantic relationships, language barriers, fear of their traf- of language barriers like Spanish-speaking people. You know, they fear their traffickers. However, getting back to the United States, now the United States is uh, really, really high. This is human trafficking is a pro- high priority on our government list. First of all, I don't under- I don't think the government understands that they were the first traffickers here in America when they trafficked us across the Atlantic Ocean against our will, and they didn't have permission. Purpose of them bringing us here was to build the country. This is what you call free labor. And, of course, you know, free sex. So I don't think the government knows their hand in developing human trafficking. And like uh, Pastor Gantt said, human trafficking can, it it could be, and my sister said, human trafficking could be in any form for any reason. But basically what we're concerned about is how and why African Americans were trafficked here in America. And then we can go back into uh, the branches, what came out of it, and how others are being trafficked by the students by the same method that our government used to traffic us here. And by the way, while we were being transported across the Atlantic Ocean, there, you know, tens and tens of millions of black people died in the land at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean today because of the treatment and because they were afraid and, they, and like I said, it was against their will. This is what you call coercion and forced trafficking because we did not give them permission. They took us, as we know, and brought us over here to do their work, to build for them, and to be their sex slave. So this is how we have got. This is the reason why we are where we are today. A lot of these people, especially in the Arab countries, who also trafficked uh, who also trafficked Israel people, black people, from Palestine to just all over the world. So they were the first traffickers. Then we have the the British and then America and the European, you know, and so on and so forth. So basically everybody have trafficked us. We have visited every corner of the world, and we have been treated like slaves. We are still slaves, and we will forever be slaves until – their mindset has been changed. If you notice now, they just found when they trafficked, I mean, listen to this, 
the inmates that's going to jail now, they are, this is the new slave, this is the new uh, enslavement. They're mm-hmm. using them for free labor, to work in the restaurants, to work in the stores, to do all of this kind of stuff. They don't get paid for this. And these inmates are glad to get out. However, on the other side of the corn, we have, I think it was Alabama or Mississippi, they just found 215 bodies buried behind the jail. Mm-hmm. I believe it was Mississippi, 215 black bodies buried behind the jail. And a lot of these bodies were missing their organs. There were two men just returned to their family just this week, and their heart and other organs were missing. So we also have organ trafficking. We have them taking our, trafficking our people because of the melanin that's in their body, in their blood. They are using our blood to drink it to, so they can live a, a useful life. <laughs> so it's so many forms of human, human trafficking. They're taking our limbs, and um, in a minute I'm going to find out how much, tell you how much each limb is worth. And, and, the and melanin, you already the know melanin. that. The melanin in a black person's body is worth five million dollars. Just one black person. It's worth more than one black person is worth five million dollars. And this is what they need to survive because you know, they don't have what we have. So we're also trafficking for our melanin. And and not only that, but but uh one you failed to mention about how the wounds the wounds of our young women. They're taking the wounds of our young women because with this new, uh, with this new, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Umbilicus. Um, they're taking the, the, see, listen. They want a baby to have children. Okay. Here is, see, like I said, there's so much that we're going through that we don't understand. You know, when a woman is pregnant, that umbilicus cord that connects the mother to the baby should not be separated from the mother. But uh-huh. as soon as our children are born, they cut the children's umbilical cord off. We're in, and, it's, and the umbilical cord is filled with, uh, what, is, what is that stuff? They need that. Like, uh, um, what's the uh, black lady name that they use her cancer cells? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can find all of that stuff in the umbilical cord of a, of a newborn baby. And they immediately, immediately take that stuff, that sack, from the mother and the baby, and we don't know what they're doing with it. Now, normally, you might call it crazy. Black people, a long time ago, they used to eat that sack. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you because... You know, it gives them back what they lost, you know. But they used to eat that sack. They used to eat the blood from the umbilical cord. So now there's a, there's a new war that's out there. Why are you taking the umbilical cord? What is the name of that stuff, Denise? The umbilical cord, amniotic sac, and then you you were speaking about Henrietta Lacks. Yeah, Henry. I, I seem to remember the old people talking about something like that back in the old days. Yeah, they were. That's why now it's detrimental that black women start having their babies at home so they can keep that cord attached to them for at least three or four days. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and there's a war that's going on because people are realizing what they were doing, you know, when the baby is born, they detach that cord immediately. And sometimes when you detach that cord, you are detaching the baby from that motherly bonding. But it's, it's, it's something that I can't think of the name, but I will eventually think of the name, the stuff that's in the court that the baby needs. And I'm quite sure you know what it is. But this is another, that's another area. And now we have other areas of human trafficking and eugenics that, is, that needs to be dealt with immediately because now what they're doing, I was reading last night about we have 40,000-plus children at a certain age that is being, uh, they're doing surgery, gender change on them. Why would you do that? Why would you cut these children open and sterilize them and make them men? This is a parents can't say anything. You know, parents don't have permission to give, parents don't need to get, uh, children don't need to get their parents' permission to uh, have these surgeries done, and they're doing it on our children as young as 11 years of age. Why would you do that to a child? Why would you give these children gender blockers? So, you know, we are at war because, there, like I said, there are so many things that's going on, you know, and we have no idea. We have people, our loved ones that's missing and don't know that they could have been one of the ones behind the Mississippi jail that was out of the 215 that was found behind the Mississippi jail dead. Let me, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. Let me uh, let me read the scripture that we have for today. But first of all, let let us uh, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this hour, Father God. We thank you for this time, for this radio broadcast, and for all the ears, for all those that are hearing this broadcast today. We're praying right now, dear Heavenly Father, that you open up the eyes, open up the hearts, open up the minds of those that hear these words, that they may be delivered, that they may be transformed. In the name of Joshua, we pray. Amen. And thank God. Thank you. Amen. Okay, we got some background on. Hello? I think that might be we got We got some background noise. We had to cut that off. Okay. All right. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. Let, let us go into the book of Isaiah. And my sister, I'm going to ask you to please, can you read the first, uh, the first uh, nine verses, or I'll read the first nine verses, and uh, and I ask you to uh, read from uh, verse ten to uh, fourteen. It says, the vision of Isaiah, the son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. Now, y'all, we know now that when we're talking about Judah and when we're talking about Jerusalem, we know that we are the tribe of Judah that have been, that has been uh, taken and brought captive here in America now they know that our DNA matches the DNA of of the tribe of Judah that came out of the land of Egypt. So so 
I mean, there's been so much research done on this, and all the research has come back showing that we are the children of of Jerusalem, and we are the children of Judah. All right? So, So God ain't talking to nobody but us. And when we see the way... We see the way that these people were acting in the book of Isaiah, the first chapter. We know that that ain't nothing but black folk. <laughs> we know that ain't nothing but black folk. The second verse says, Hear, O heaven, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I have nourished and brought up children. Listen now. And they have rebelled against me. The ox knows its owner, and the donkey its master's crib. But Israel does not know. My people do not consider. Ah, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity and broad and broad of evildoers, children who are corruptors they have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked to anger the Holy One of Israel. They have turned away backwards. Fifth verse. Why should you? Why should you be stricken again? I, I, I mean, and and if we look at the nation of Israel. It's been. One act of slavery after another, slavery in Babylon, slavery, you know, they just been going in and out of slavery for most of their history. And, and, and we see this continuing in the book of Isaiah. So, my sister, can you help me out? Were you able to get there? Sister, I'm at the fifth verse. Can you start there? And we'll, we'll cut this off at 10. Okay, you guys, I'm reading from the New World Translation of the Holy Scriptures. It's a little bit different from what Pastor Gant has, so just note that that's where I'm reading from. It's just easier to read. It says, the fifth verse, Mm -hmm. where will you be struck next as you add to your rebellion? The whole head is sick and the whole heart is diseased. From the sole of the foot to the head, nothing is healthy. There are wounds and bruises and open sores. They have not been treated or bound up or softened with oil. Your land is desolate. Your cities are burned with fire. Foreigners devour your land right in front of you. And this and this all happened right before our eyes. And in the last part of that prophecy was that we were going to be held captive in a strange land for 400 years. And we, our ancestors, lived through that captivity. And we're sitting here reading it off the pages. There's only one people in the world that this refers to, and this is black America. Go ahead, my sister. And it is like a wasteland overthrown by foreigners. The daughter of Zion has been left like a shelter. Okay, I have to jump in here again. That's what happened to the land of Israel. Israel has been occupied by strangers. These people calling themselves Israel, and 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 they never lived in Africa. Everybody that lives in Africa, they're black. 
where do these white people come from that's inhabiting the land right now today? It's inhabited by strangers. Go ahead. Like a hunt in a cucumber field, like a hut in a cucumber field, city under siege. Unless Jehovah of Armies has left left us a few survivors, we should have become just like Sodom, and we should have resembled Gomorrah. Hear the words of, of Jehovah, you dictators of Sodom. Pay attention to the law of our God, you people of Gomorrah. Of what? That's it. Sorry. Glory to God. And with all of this gay and lesbian and transvestite and all this thing that are going on, why was Sodom and Gomorrah destroyed? Because they did not obey God and they did all the things that God asked them not to do and they became like the heathens. Okay. If if I could, Pastor Gam, can I turn in? You guys, we know my professor used to say what's up is down, what's left is right, so forth and so on. We're living in modern-day history right now. When you have these people taking the natural use of a man and the natural use of a woman and turning it into something that's detestable unto God, and I want y'all to listen to me. Listen to me real close, you guys, you babies that belong to us, of the LGBTQA community. This is not hate speech. This is not... What, what, what I'm saying to you is this, is that all the suffering that you all continue to go through is because of something that has been done to us. You all will continue to suffer because we, listen to me, black people, won't stand up and fight and do what we need to do to protect our children. Do you hear what I'm saying? So they're in this mess because of us. But these people have taken them and they've changed the natural use of what they are supposed to be. What a way to spit in God's face. What a way to discard everything that we have been taught to believe in. Either you believe in God or you don't. And we are God, small G-O-D. We mm-hmm. are God. So if we don't look to ourselves and, and, and pay attention to what we're doing and turn back from the sins that we Commit on a daily basis. Pastor Dan talks to us about this. There is a GPS that's in us. It tells us when something is wrong, when we should not do, when we should not act, but we ignore it. So our whole bodies are sick. I don't know if y'all notice it or not, but y'all see all these people coming across this border. They're not here to be our friends. We have veterans, and we have people that have been slaughtered. In the streets, most of us were already here while you had it. Uh, Columbus ain't discovered not nothing. But they are mm-hmm. sit here. They have been promised things, and they will fight to the very death to get it. The goal is to eradicate the black man, woman, and child, not only our color, but our remnants, our way of thinking, and everything. It is to spit in God's face. Will mm-hmm. you stand here? You better grab hold of Pastor Gant to know what he's saying. Yeah. Will you stand here and act as if nothing is wrong? Or will you well, stand up for your God? What will yeah. you do? Okay, okay. I, I have a book that I'm going to have to publish. I'm going to have to publish this book in small pamphlets. Because I, if I put it in a big book, it might not get read so much. But when I make the pamphlets, the pamphlets travel faster than the books. 
And and this pamphlet is called The Silent War. And this is what I learned in the military because uh, because I was in, in uh, uh, counter-drug operations, you know, in special operations, they were teaching us about silent war, undeclared war that they raged in country before the military even get there. And, and this is what we're under right now. We are in we are in a silent war. There we have literally been at war since they put us on the first slave ship. And incidentally, what my sister Elaine was talking about, the Pope in the fourteenth century put out an edict that all that all Israelites, that all Hebrew Israelites should be captured and they should be put into perpetual slavery. And they took the words, the scriptures, right out of the Bible to inflict this, and they've been doing it ever since. All right, my sister, uh, I'm, I'm going to go back to Elaine now, and then you hold your okay. thoughts from that again. Go okay, ahead, so please. what I was thinking about, and I'm going to get back to what y'all was talking about too. What I was thinking about in the umbilical cord, Tenta, the baby needs to be connected to the umbilical cord because of the placenta. The umbilical cords have a vein in it, and it has two arteries in it, which carries the oxygen to the, from the mother to the baby. And that's why it is important, ladies, that you keep your umbilical cords attached to you for at least three days. Don't let them take that cord because they have purposes for those cords and the blood and the vein, and what they're saying is that they do experimentation with that. No, your baby needs that oxygen. You and your baby needs that oxygen, and part of the mother's DNA is in that cord. It's called placenta. Uh Okay. Now, on the other hand, we're getting back to slavery and how the difference between us and them they cry anti-Semitism, whereas we cannot say nothing about anti-Semitism because we are schematic people. And if you really want, we are schematic people. We are children from God. We are, we are schematic people. And here is, here is what anti-Semitism who should be crying anti-Semitism is us. Because when you, everybody cry, oh, they're discriminating against me. They're doing this against me. They, 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 they won't let me take this study because of my race. Uh, they won't let, but look at us. What will they not let, they won't let us buy land. They discriminate, anti-Semitism. The banks won't let us money, anti-Semitism. We can't live in certain areas, anti-Semitism. Our children can't go to certain schools, anti-Semitism. We can't get jobs, anti-Semitism against black people. Well, so, they, they changed the word. They changed the word. They changed it to racism into, you know, anti-Semitism because they don't want to recognize us as the children of Israel. They don't want to recognize as being and, yes, as being, and being Shemite. Mm-hmm. So you see, they took all of this stuff and twisted mm-hmm. around to us. Like they have taken some of the things in the Bible that we read and they have rewritten the Bible how many times? 
But we have to get in there and struggle, and we have to go fishing, and we have to find out what is real and what is not real because everything they have taught us is a lie. Mm-hmm. They taught us that everything that our ancestors did was bad, was negative. It was witchcraft. It was this, you know, even witchcraft, you can work that for good and evil. But anything that, but they practice witchcraft on us, and that's the evil part. But you can use rich witchcraft for medical, medical purposes or for anything, and you can use it for a lot of purposes because we do believe in herbs and spices and stuff, but that has nothing to do with witchcraft. Everything that we were taught that was right, they telling us that it's wrong. Yes, we are Jacob's children. Yes. There is no such thing. There is no such thing as a land called Israel, Palestine. First, we were Jacob. Then we became. Then it became. We were Jacob. Then we became Canaanite, and then now we are. Palestinians. God well, did not I, name I, Israel. I think, I, think, I think you got that kind of mixed up a little bit. What no, you, no. I know what you're trying to say. What you're trying to say is that Israel is not the name of a place. That, that when it's we're talking people. about Israel, we're talking about a people. Yes, it's a people. If Israel is a people, not right. a land. God never called Israel Israel. Israel did not become a land or a state until 1948. Okay. When the United Nations, the Rothschild, and the British people took those Jewish, those people that call themselves Jews over into Palestine, they didn't take them into Israel. They took them into Palestine, where these same people had and took their portion of the land. They named that land Israel. Mm-hmm. They named that land Israel. And how those Palestinians got to be light over there is because these people were made in black, and black people. Or Palestine used to be just black people, okay, first of all. All that land was black. Well, well, then the, we started made in. Played, played their part, and then other societies played their part in, in the. And changing the, the color of the people. That's right. So from there, you know, we can, that's why our skin and their skin started changing. Like the man said, uh, the Arabs said, uh, the Jews, the ones that call themselves Jews, well, when they returned back over there, he said, you left here one color, but you came back another color. Uh-huh. He said, and he also made that statement at the United Nations. Yeah, the president of Egypt made that statement saying that he could never accept the the, the so-called Israelites that are there now as Israel, because he said, how can you leave black and come back white? That's an impossibility. They know that they they come from the Caucasus Mountain. They know their heritage. They know their their descent from Germany. They know their descent from Russia. 
from Czechoslovakia, or whatever you want to call it, from all of that. So what happened, if you read into the Bible, I can't tell you what verse, but you might know where you can find it. It also said that you see how the world is today? You see what's going on today over there? Somewhere in the Bible, it said you should kill them all. Why didn't you kill them all? Kill the mother, the father, the children, and the animals. Because God knew what was coming. And this is why, he, to me, this is what I get out of that, is it would have been best if you had killed them. Because this is what's happening today. They stole your name. They stole your land. They stole your culture. They stole your riches. And these people are, are just demonic. Why would why would why would that statement be in the Bible? Yes, and another thing, most of the people that the people don't understand who is over there in Israel, in the state of Israel. You have the Zionists. Yep. And the, you know, during the roaring twenties here, those same people were here selling the dope, doing the bootlegging. You know, they were Jews. We thought there were Italian people doing this. Yes, they were mixed in with them, but the head guys were the Zionists. If I, can I share something, please, if you don't mind? Pastor Kent, um, uh-huh. and I don't know if you guys can, grab a pen and a piece of paper right quick. First of all, two books to get off of, um, three. Find you a Black Law Dictionary, fourth and fifth edition. Black okay. Law Dictionary. Fourth and fifth edition. Meet Black your market. Yeah, meet your straw man and whatever you want to know. The book's only five dollars. Go get the book, y'all. The UCC connection: How to free yourself from legal tyranny. Pastor Gant is a specialist. He's a he's an army specialist. Pastor Gant, if you can tell us what. Okay. So you guys, we have medical marijuana. Now, I don't know about you guys, but a part of eugenics and genocide, like in the city of Detroit, you can't even go three to four blocks without there being at least two to three medical marijuana joints on every corner, um, liquor stores, uh, liquor stores that uh, promote sexual um, abuse of young men, women, and uh, children right there in the in a liquor store, literally, have them doing sex acts, right? These are owned by black, but it's black people that's um, participating in the degradation and the uh, sex trafficking of their own people and other in, uh, people as well. Understand that this is not just about a black thing. It's, it's mainly, most importantly, about black people, but it's about us all. They, we just had a recall. They said that the THC, THC is uh, detrimental to black people, right? It's detrimental to us all, but it's definitely detrimental to black people. Pastor Gant, are you able to explain to people, because we use medical marijuana and, and, and like substances for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. I started using it for cancer. Can you tell them how... Um, how these drugs are patented with nanotechnology in order to control your brain and your body, and what the yeah explain to them what this new age technology could do to them because I think we have a thing thinking that oh 
they're going to come, the army is going to come on the ground. You know that somebody can just take autonomous and drop a bomb on us and it'd be done. So please explain what's happening with the medical industry and the liquor in, in terms of controlling us and dumbing us down so that we can't fight. Well, well, I was assigned to counter drug operations in the Republic of Panama, and it was here that I discovered the standard operational procedure, what we call the SOP for counter drug operations for the United States of America. When I read that document, now it was in my office all along. I was the NCO uh, in charge of counter drug operations. Uh, but I never read it. I just came in. I took over my job. I did my job as what the other soldiers did before me, and I didn't even pay any attention to it until one day I'd given all the soldiers the day off so they could go downtown to the what we call the the uh, <laughs> you know the pan you know the Panamanians were having the the um, the big festival. Uh, downtown, so I gave them off so they could go downtown and enjoy themselves. And I had to go over to the Air Force Base to pick up the SOP, the Standard Operational Procedure for Counter-Drug Operations for the United States of America. When I picked it up, it was as big as the Bible. Okay. And, uh, and, and when I picked up the SOP, you know, I got it from this colonel uh, who I had to sign for it, and, you know, everything is top secret and this and that. So um, I didn't pay that. You know, that was, that was standard operational procedure. We do that all the time, you know. That was nothing new. And But when he looked at me and he said, Sergeant Gant, whatever you do, make sure that the general gets this SOP. Do not read it, and do not let it fall into anybody else's head. Make sure it gets to the general. The general office is right down the hall from my office. Okay, so I said, no problem, sir, you know. But when he said that, I looked at his facial features. I looked at him. This man was perplexed. He couldn't believe that a black man was in charge of counter-drug operations in the Republic of Panama. He couldn't believe that, okay? He thought Sergeant Gant was somebody white. <laughs> but as soon as I got in my vehicle, you know, and and we have to, you know, get on the radio, we have to call in that we're, you know, coming in with uh, classified documents, dot, 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 dot. We have to jot down our mileage, all of that stuff we have to do in order to transport top secret documents. So as I was on my way, I get to the Bridge of America, and boom, there's an accident on the other side. So I have to call it in to let them know that I'm stopped. So now they got to send out an escort. And, I, and, and, you know, I have my weapons with me and all that stuff because we're carrying classified documents. Okay. And you know what I did? I opened it up while we were stuck there in traffic, and I began to read it. And when I read it, I have to tell you, it broke my heart. Because me as a soldier, I love the Army. I love what I do. I love everything that I was doing. But when I read that SOP, it had everything in that that we see happening today. 
you know, everything that we see that's happening with the drug culture, with the with the with the marijuana being legalized and all of that stuff, it was in that SOP. And, and I have to tell you, that's one of the reasons why I became a strong advocate, you know, fighting for the freedom of our people because I knew uh, the plan was to wipe us out, was to use so, us as a scapegoat for the sorry. drug trafficking and all of that. All right, y'all. Again, this I got another question. This is, hold on. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Now, the opinions and and the and the statements of those that are on the show, they are their statements. So so they're entitled to make their statements and you are entitled to make your statements. You can go down in the comment bar uh on this broadcast and you can say whatever you need to say and I will repeat it on the air for you. All right, y'all, this is the whole Truth, Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast. Go ahead, my sister. Okay, so Pastor Gant, so listen, you guys. So they poison us. Uh, go go follow Dr. Claude Anderson. They poison us with the food, the water, the air, the soil. Yes. And you've been preaching that for a long time. Yes, yes. yes. Genetically mm-hmm. modified fruits and vegetables, right? So if we're carrying a baby, now Elaine talked about the placenta. The placenta is supposed to stay attached to the baby and dry out so that it can reinfuse the baby with um, the fluids, the blood, the plasma, the oxygen, everything that it, it needs, right? But if you poison the mother and the father, then they're going to have a baby that has genetic uh, dispositions for disease, and all it takes is for it to be the right atmosphere in order for those things to turn on, right? So when we have, when we're intimate, listen to me yeah. real quick. Yeah, let, me, let me jump in here right quick. We led the protest on this years ago. We led the protest against them taking the placenta, against them taking taking out the, uh, the, the aftermath from the baby. We led, we led the protest against that. Uh, saying that what are y'all doing with it? How are y'all taking this, and what is what are y'all doing with it? When when that belonged to the mother, go ahead. Well, I'm gonna tell you what they doing with it. They selling it for like yeah. over fifty thousand dollars a pop, and they divvy it up right. They sell it to the cosmetics company, the chocolate yeah. industry, medication, yeah. pharmaceuticals, everything, and they charge mm-hmm. you with the bill, all right? Go get that book I told you about, Nature Straw Man and UCC Connection, right? Now, they take the babies that you abort because through coercion and through force, they sterilize you like they do on all of the women in, in Texas, in the South, and up here in the North. they still doing it. they openly doing it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So they take your womb. Uh, mm-hmm. As of the year 2020, it was... 600,000-plus hysterectomies performed in the U.S., with 84% of them being not necessary, okay? This year, 2024, they will be having transgender men to carry babies. Listen to me, y'all. Listen to me and listen to Pastor Kent. If you ain't listening to nothing else, and hold close to the We are, we are at war. These people are going to destroy us unless you get up off your butt and open your eyeballs. Let those who have ears hear and those who have eyes. Come Mm -hmm. on now, y'all. Don't you want to live? 
And by the way, stop giving away y'all land. Listen to me. They they they, they got people out here stealing y'all land. Uh, Constance, Constance Washington and Cowan County, South Carolina, North Carolina, one of the two. They stealing her land. The state legislature. They're doing all. This is our land. This is our God-given inheritance. Nobody can take from you your God-given inheritance, but you all can sign it away. How can you sign it away? By going on TikTok and all these other social media platforms and listening to people telling you to take take part in uh, this UCC. Go claim this straw man account. Listen to me, people, and ask Pastor Gann about it because he will tell you, and Elaine will definitely tell you. These people are telling you to do things. You better move. Well, if you look at if you look across the country, you look at like Lake Lanier, you look at Milford Lake, you look at all of these different uh, man-made lakes that were made recently. You find out that they were black cities. Those were cities that were prospering. Those were cities that were that were that were meccas in the south, and they and they, and they and they and they pushed them out of that land. And they buried those those places underwater. Along with the people, along along with the people, especially Lake Lanier, they did mm-hmm. not push the black people out. They what they did was they buried them under the lake. Mm-hmm. And so you have black people still laying under the lake right now. That's why they said it's like a ghost town. Don't yes, go to is. Lake Lanier. But that's yes, not the is. only. You know, we talk about Black Wall Street, but we never mm-hmm. talk about Georgia. We never talk about the other 50 states or 51, 52 states that's doing this. Wherever a black person have lived, they have destroyed the land by water or fire. Look at Wilmington, North. Is it Wilmington, North Carolina? Yes. Look at that, how they burned the whole city down. Yep, that's what my mom was doing. was burned down. <laughs> the whole, every every place, I mean, every state where black people own their land, they burnt it or washed it out. Let, let me ask you a question, Pastor Gann. I'm going to tell you guys something about Elaine and Pastor Gann. That's because they're mm-hmm. from the South. These are, okay, mm-hmm. so you can have uh, ancestors that were brought over either through coercion, promise of a, a job and more riches, or either by slaves, right? traffic, mm-hmm. right? But Elaine and Pastor Gant are royalty, just like many of you all are, right? We we all are in connection. Remember, we ran from the from the south up to the north, right? But these are the purest of the purest that you can get right here. Pastor Gant, have you ever mm-hmm. seen a, a alien aircraft? No. Do do you do the do you United, United States government have proof? That these yes. exist. Yes. All right, now keep it that way. Now, y'all think about this. I want y'all to think about why it's. I'm sorry, for destroying us continuously, and we've been on the cycle for over 500 years. I want you to think about that, and then I want you to think about: Do you believe in God? Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe that you are God? God is you. We are the universe. If you do. Better get up and you better do something about it. And we need to protect those who are speaking out. So Pastor Gant, he needs protection. He needs our support. Well, Elaine needs our support. Elaine yeah. needs our support in so many ways because she's making it possible for people, men, women, and children, to get out of a situation that can cost them their lives. Okay, so let's let's stand together, please. 
Let's do all that we can to well, help these. Well, you know what? You see, you said something. You know, and we are not a lower form of God. We are God because, first of all, he blew his breath into us. He brought us to life by blowing his breath into us and making us a living being. And made us part man, part God. Yeah, exactly. we're, not, we're not, it didn't mean anything negative, but the Bible says. I, I know, baby, I know, I know, but that's a good point that you brought out that people yeah. ought to realize. And the most important thing is that they, that God blew his breath in us and all of us became part of him. That's right. Yeah. We became part of him. So everybody else held their guns out there. None of these other people believe in God, they don't leave it, they don't believe in the Father and they don't believe in the Son. Like the people over in the, from the Caucasus Mountains over there, they believe in is it Tamuit or the, the Talibut, the Talamuit, where their Bible tells them that they can marry three year old little girls. You know, when they circumcise a little boy, they can put the penis in the mouth and just spread diseases all over the world, herpes all over the world when they suck the fluid out of the baby's penis when the baby is first born. These are evil people that have caused so many little babies to die of herpes. But And you're talking about how we are inhuman. Who in the world is going to marry? And, and in your book, it says that it's okay for you to take a three-year-old as your wife. Yeah. So we know what God has set forth for, on us. We know that the well, well, we just read we just read in the book of Isaiah that 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 these strangers were going to be inhabiting the land that they were going to be uh, doing their practices in the land. And and you know this this broadcast would probably be. Uh, Barred by uh, Facebook and by uh, by the other uh, uh, multimedia things, because once they listen to the show, a lot of times they'll take it down. Well, you know what? Because but they're going to say they're going to say that we're being anti-Semitic. Well, we can't be anti-Semitic. We have already established that. Mm-hmm. Well, you have your own uh, domain name, and Elaine, I got to give Elaine back hers because it came back to me. Um, so you can put what you want to put up. And can't nobody do not nothing about it. Uh-huh. You know, but the thing is getting the truth out there and comparing the way we live and how they live. You know, they don't have to accept the truth. It's given well, they're here. Thing. They're here by the droves. And you're still, you know, and what we have said are things that they don't want to get out. Did you make a statement that was saying something about uh, they're not allowed to to do DNA tests? Yes, I did. Okay, could you explain that to us, please? Well, according to them, because they have stolen someone else's religion, they stole someone else's land. If you know that you are, why would you go and do a DNA test? And that's the mm-hmm. reason why they won't do the DNA test, because it will expose them for who they are and who well, they are not. 
the DNA test that we're doing in America, see, here's the thing. I've heard Africans say that they don't need to do it because they know where they came from. It's something special about us American Negroes. Do you understand? Because we are the real Israelites. Listen, yes. So listen up, you guys. We're special little mutants. So when we do the DNA, it's like um, Professor Xavier inside that, that little whirlpool, and he's looking and finding all of the mutants because they lighten up. That's exactly what they're doing to us. They want to know exactly what, what, what they are. What saying is why they won't do a DNA test. It, it, you know, I don't, don't, I don't, they don't want to get exposed, but here's what I'm saying Exactly. They're getting our blood because we're giving it to them. Every time you go to the doctor, every time you send your kids you to school, y'all better pull your kids blood. out of those schools. Mm-hmm. Do y'all hear me? Pastor Gamp been talking to you mm-hmm. all. Elaine is telling you all, you better pull those kids out of that school because if you leave those and don't open your door. Everything everything that we warn the people about has come to pass. Yes, uh, uh, me, and, me and the seed lady from Watts, we were telling them that long time ago that, look, y'all going to have to grow your own food and y'all going to have to y'all gonna have to stop, you it's know. Because it's Uh-huh. Because, because well, uh, another reason why we need to grow our own food is because of what Miss um, um, Watson was saying. You know, uh, Denise, Denise, Denisio was saying. You know, uh, but you also have to understand that they have created a crop for just yeah. us, that and it's called in, and it's called interfer- it's mRNA interference. Interference technology, That's where right. that crop targets our DNA, and yes. it can cause serious harm. But mostly, it causes major, major sterility in Ain't black no people. Y'all, that's old. <laughs> we behind on technology. These yeah, but we have been. Well, it's still happening. It could be old. But you know, no, I'm just saying about to them, just letting them know, just letting them know that it's, yeah, that they, they are being targeted, and there is a, a a bunch of foods like potatoes and corn and beans and all of that mm-hmm. stuff that grow cucumbers and all of that stuff so, out there. Mm-hmm. You know, even lemons. You oh, know, we're okay. down to our last uh, few minutes. Okay, so Sister Denisha, what's going on in the truck? What did you uh? Advise our people who have who you been talking with and what's going There's on. There's a lot of murder, death, kills still going on. Stop going to the doctor. Stop eating the fast foods because they're killing us. Pull your kids out of school because you still got people that's coming over from other countries getting jobs or people. They're murdering the children. Okay. They're murdering them well, right Sister there. Lane, Sister Lane, can you give them your information right quick? Uh, my name is Lane Riddick. I am the president of the Rebecca Project for Justice.org. You can go to my website. And uh, one more thing I want to say real quick is that not only are they taking our kids out of school, they are giving these people two years free rent, two years of free rent, and they're giving them medical insurance where our children live here, our ancestors live here, and they can't get food. People in Mississippi now haven't had food stamps in six months. Wow. Well, All right, so this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. We've covered a lot of uh, a lot of information today. So you didn't have to uh, run this back. We're down to our last 10 seconds. So peace 
and blessings. 